don't become a teacher for money. You do it because you, you love your students, you care about your students. That's why you do it. On this season of the PG Daily, we will be taking an in-depth look at education in Prince George's County. You will hear from some of the integral voices that are responsible for educating and enriching the minds of students in the county. You will also hear from students that have been directly impacted by the county's educational system, and you will hear how the Prince George's County schools impact the community as a whole. I'm David Smalls. Stay tuned. I'm Joshua Boykin, reporting the Daily News. The date is October 25th, 2019. Today's weather is looking good. It is mostly sunny at 58 degrees, with highs reaching 67 degrees by the evening. Bed bugs were found in the classroom at Walker Mill Middle School in Capitol Heights. A pest control specialist is being brought in to deal with the situation. A letter from the school's principal was sent out to parents informing them of the situation. The letter from Principal Aaron V. Cribs assures parents that bed bug bites are not known to spread disease, nor are they considered life-threatening. The letter also says that finding a bed bug doesn't mean that the entire school is infested. The affected rooms will be cleaned and monitored. Prince George's County's first ever food hall opened up today in Brentwood. Savor at Studio 3807 gives local chefs and farmers a place to sell their food and produce with customers. <clears throat> the 8,500 square foot hall has several different food concepts in one space. It also provides a nice community space. April N. Richardson, the founder and owner of the food hall, wants Saver to answer the county's food desert with great food and some exciting and inspiring chefs. There's also a farmer's market with fresh vegetables, spices, and juice, as well as a small artisan shop, offering to support local businesses along Prince George's County's Rhode Island Avenue corridor. For Prince George's Community News, I'm Joshua Borton. And now for our big story of the day. Mohammed Sharif interviews William Rogers. Here's what he discovered. I'm Mohammed Sharif and I'm here interviewing William Rogers. So I have a few questions today. I would like to know what made you want to be a teacher? What made me want to be a teacher is that um, my dad was a uh, manager for retailing and he had a lot of stress from his job he had to work with numbers all the time and he ended up dying of a heart attack and so i i, you know, I decided to do something completely different than my dad and, and teaching is definitely different than what he did what does education mean to you well education is love of learning you you know that you you will never learn enough no matter if you live to be 120 you never will. That's true. So you just keep struggling, 
to learn more and more, to understand your fellow human beings and, mm -hmm. and get along with your fellow human beings and right. improve the quality of life for your fellow human beings. You mentioned that it helps you understand human beings. So was that taught to you at a young age? Not really, no. My dad had really no time to teach us about other human beings. He was just struggling to, uh, to put food on our table. How do you feel about your wages? Well, they're not good. Uh, so you, if you want to be a teacher, you don't become a teacher for money. You do it because you, you love your students, you care about your students. That's why you do it. <laughs> Um, you know, a lot of people, they have a lot of talents, like maybe they are a singer or they play basketball or something, so maybe they don't need school. Do you think that it's really needed to have a higher education? I absolutely do, because it was, I teach political science, and what I teach I've actually used to benefit myself uh, when, I, when I have to deal with a bank that's treating me unfairly, when I have to deal with a mortgage company, um, mm. you know, to deal with the homeowners association, all right. these things. If I didn't have the background, educational background, I would have gotten, excuse my language, screwed. True. You know, so it, it prevents me from the system taking advantage of me. Right. What's your best experience as a teacher and what's your worst? Wow. I, I didn't really have to think about that. Uh, <laughs> my best experience... Um, I guess I, the, it's easy for me to say the worst. I had to fail somebody here at Prince George's Community College two times. I hated that, and I didn't want to do it. But this student didn't improve the second time around, yeah. didn't show up for the final the second didn't time around. So that's the worst experience. Mm. I don't think I've ever failed anybody twice before, and I never want to again. So, right? That's the worst experience. Okay, the best experience, I used to live in Hawaii. And I taught Hawaiian studies. Now you can see I'm not Hawaiian, right? <laughs> yeah. So in order to teach Hawaiian studies, I had to use the knowledge of the Hawaiian community, people that actually dance hula, people that can play the ukulele and do oh, Hawaiian man. songs, and people that f do fire knife dancing. They throw flame in the air. And I got to know these people and had wow. them come into my class, and my students learn Hawaiian studies like hands-on. Yeah, it was, it was the best. And how long were you in Hawaii? I was in Hawaii 10 years. 10 years? Yeah. What challenges stick in your mind when it comes to teaching? Uh, there's just so many of them. Keeping up with technology is one of them. Another one is teaching the different learning styles. Mm. You know, students have different learning styles, and you got to try to hit on all of them. can't just lecture, right. as you know. What motivates you to keep teaching? Looking back on your career. I think it makes you happy, you know, most of the time. Not all the time, mm -hmm. but it, it, it uh, I'm constantly moving around. You know, I don't sit in a chair. I move around, especially when I'm teaching. And it, um, it energizes you. It, it, it keeps you smiling. That's the main reason I do it, not for the money. Also, if you weren't a teacher, what else would you think, what else could you see yourself doing in life? Well, I want to be a writer. I, I want to, I've already published something, so I want to keep publishing. Yeah, I keep working on my writing, which is mainly short stories. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you for your time. You're welcome.
This podcast is brought to you by Prince George's Community News and Prince George's Community College, celebrating over 60 years of offering the highest possible standards in college education for the county and the region. Visit us at pgcc.edu. The opinions expressed on the Prince George's Daily Podcast do not necessarily represent those of Prince George's Community College, its employees, or its affiliates. Producers for the Prince George's Daily are Stephen Boney, Dorcas Ashinowo, Vanita Newsom, Heavenly Pickett, David Smalls, and Dale Roden. Music for this episode provided by DJs Young Carts and Scott Holmes. Tune in tomorrow as we continue our discussion on education in Prince George's County. This is the Prince George's Daily.